Hi guys, this is Marco with Business and Motivation here. I had one um, individual actually send in a, a little voice message. And he was just asking a little bit about how how I handle financial um, the financial situation of, you know, having, um, you know, uh, two businesses and, and, you know, kind of managing a little bit of that. And um, if I'm going to be truly honest is the, the truth of the matter is I'm not really good at managing money. Um... I, I invest heavily. I make decisions very quickly. Oftentimes, those decisions are not the best because they're made so quickly. Um, and so I get carried away when I'm purchasing things. Um, and usually, the, those purchases are actually investments, assets, so on and so forth. Um, so one of the things that actually gets me um, you know, in trouble is purchasing things that I really think are going to be essential. And in truth... They're never going to be essential at all to the business or businesses. Um, so I, I'm not really great at these things, but I do have, uh, you know, a business partner that is incredibly good at being the the exact opposite of me. You know, he, he takes his time when he's making decisions on purchases um, unless he absolutely, absolutely doesn't have the slightest clue as to whether or not that's going to be a good decision or not. And then it relies solely on me. But um obviously we all know what a good decision is and what a bad decision is and so um it's a good thing to have somebody to to kind of have the balance of you know what we really shouldn't invest in this asset right now um we can probably invest in it later and it'll you know it'll have a better return on investment if we do that rather than doing it right now so one thing that always puzzles me um is everybody that starts a business seems to think the following I want to start a business. So what do I need? Well, I need seed money, right? Which is what every fucking book out there tells you. You need to go to your family members, to your friends, you know, propose to them. That is the dumbest fucking thing I have ever seen. I have ever read. It is the stupidest shit ever. Why it's in, in textbooks is beyond me. Probably to keep people in the dark and to keep people poor. I have no idea why it's there, but it's totally stupid. And if you've done your business this way and it worked great, good for you. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's a stupid fucking thing. Anyways, there goes my little rant on that subject. But anyways, that's not the way things work. Usually, if you want to start a business, it's up to you and to you alone to find the funds within your pocket. And if there is nothing in your pocket, then guess what? You have to hustle to get it. You have to go out there, have two jobs, three jobs, whatever the hell have you. Or, you know, sell your assets that you currently have, cars, homes, so on and so forth. And then you actually start with the most basic things. So, for example, if I needed to start a photo lab, which I did, the things I needed were a printer, a computer to run the printer, ink, electricity to run to both of those things, and a space to sell out of. A little bit of furniture to be able to check out people so you don't just look like an empty place. And that's it. That's all I needed. Now, would it have been nice to have a beautiful lounge area? Sure. Would it have been nice to have three or four kiosks for people to self-order their prints? Sure. Would it have been nice to have these nice LED panels sitting on top of the, you know... um, Instead of just a regular, um, you know, those large bulb lights 
that look kind of basic yes it would have been nice all those things would have been nice would have been nice to have a nice illuminated side in the front of the in the front of the building saying fw photo lab yes that would have been great but did i have the funds no i did not i needed the essential things i needed those and i needed them quick and that's what we do now when money starts rolling in if it does not to put any of you guys down but if it even fucking does now you're talking. Now you're looking at, okay, well, is there a little bit of money left over? What do we do then? Well, let's invest in this because this is a problem for production. We can't fulfill this. We can't fulfill that. Or we have to outsource to this company and that's breaking the bank. Let's do it in-house. Then we buy this machine, so on and so forth. But only after you've taken that initial investment on the essentials and you're seeing a return on investment great, that's great enough for you to actually be able to reinvest but most people like to start up like it's a like it's a mcdonald's you know when you get a franchise into mcdonald's a whataburger or what have you you have this amount of money for the i think it's a something ridiculous like a like a hundred year lease of the land right and then once you have that land at least then you actually you know you have your loan on top of that for for the commercial builders to go in there and give you the the proper building uh that it's going to take for whatever franchise you you've actually succeeded in applying for and then millions of dollars later you're good to go everything is done for you the cool lights the cool everything now i don't know about you guys but i don't have a million and a half two million three and a half to start a business you know when i just came out of high school or just you know graduated from college or wherever situations you know put a 21 year old to 29 year old male so what do you need to do well you need to start with the basic shit and quit thinking about all the big other things that you really need oh you know i really need this to look super cool and decorated or i really like honestly people worry about the dumbest shit when they start off and that's why they lose that's why they lose because now they've invested an insane amount of money that they did not have into a project that they are wishing that actually goes over the top and is very very successful and now everything is happy and dandy and everybody's happy and nothing guarantees them that i couldn't give anybody a million dollars and expect that person to be successful within you know and without a shadow of a doubt that's just illogical because there are certain things that you have to consider things as stupid as you know whether you guys like me saying this or not but luck if i let somebody borrow a million and a half and they're the unluckiest son of a bitch i've ever met chances are good <laughs> that money's gone it's just gone even if he's doing things right because you have to be at the right time at the right place with the right people with the right mindset we're in the right cologne sometimes for shit to go the way it's supposed to nothing ever is guaranteed and when these people go in there and invest this much money into new enterprises new companies new um business models that have been thought up of or have not been thought up of they're going and they're blindsidedly making these huge investments to have everything ready to go so that when they when people walk in they look the part they look like they've been there forever and and they look like they are a big company and they're expecting to win they're not gonna win most of the times because there went all the risk they could take there's such a thing you know as financial risk and what happens is is you want to make sure you 
have enough money to last two to three years, supposedly, without making profits, you know, so on and so forth. Who the hell can do that? Not very many people. You would need a lot of money to be paying salaries, to be paying um, electricity bills, to be paying, paying all the things you're supposed to pay, you know, and then, you know, and then make a little bit of profit or, or not have any profit for two years, three years, whatever the hell the book says. So that textbook is bullshit. The way I look at it is you start with the things that are essential when it comes to money. Spend your money only with those things. And then you slowly and you gradually build up from there, from the ground up. I mean, if you're selling food, sell it out of your house to begin with. Okay? When you build the demand, then you go to the next step, which would be, all right, now maybe I get a little... um. A little place where I can actually have a commercial kitchen and I can have a greater output and people can stop there and the public can consume from there. But it's not going to be a restaurant yet. Right. And then as you continue from there, then you can actually say, you know what, I've got so much uh, money coming in and, you know, I'm saving money by being in this um, commercial commercial. Um, whatever the hell you call them, you know, those places where they have a bunch of commercial buildings Um and, you know, I can invest into maybe having a little small place now, you know, on the outskirts of town. People know me. I've created a rapport with them. Uh, I've got a clientele base now. And then you move on from there. But the person who just basically says, oh, I'm really good at fucking cooking. My, you know, my kids always tell me that my cooking is the best I've ever had. And they go and they start this, you know, um, restaurant per se. It's just the easiest example I can give you because it's probably one of the most sought after things. They go... They immediately get a place, they deck it out, make it look like a cool restaurant. They get all, you know, the commercial kitchen, everything they need. And then they don't succeed. And they're like, well, you know, I don't know why we didn't. And they'll blame it on anything, you know, well, the economy went sour or whatever. And at the end of the day, it only boils down to one reason why they failed. Everything didn't just work out the way it was supposed to. There was not that spark of luck. There was not that um, the right decisions made at the right time. But most of the times it just boils down to the fact that people invested their money and shit they didn't need to invest it right then and there. When if they had just waited and taken the snail approach to success, it would have been a more sure way to success. Or it would have told them the following. Hey, by the way, you don't have that many customers. People don't like your food that much. Or... You know, you're not you're not cut out to be a business person because you're not putting in more work to get more customers, even though your food is good. And then they would have realized these things that they would have then been able to adjust. Oh, shit, my food sucks. Well, let me hire somebody that's good, but it'll still have my name in the front. OK, let me hire this person. She cooks well or he cooks well. Um, now they're working for me. Now the food tastes a lot better. It's still under me. I'm, I'm still the owner. People get their pride involved. No, it's my food. It's going to have you know what I mean? People sometimes wonder why they fell, but if they really took a step back, they would understand that it was because we made the wrong decisions. We were there at the wrong time, at the wrong place. But most of the time, it comes down to money. And money was invested in things too early. Money was invested in a way that was uh, not adequate for the time or the place. But if you take that snail approach, you can start any fucking business. Any business you want, you can start it. I can't guarantee you success. No one can. Anybody that tells you buy my book, uh, I'm going to give you a, a few free, 
you know, uh, pointers that guarantee you your success. It's, a, it's full of shit. And, and if you bought their book, you're a fucking schmuck. I'm sorry to tell you. You're a fucking schmuck. That is what it is. But if you buy those books, there's still good things you can get from them sometimes. They still have a few uh, pointers that will help you um, on the walk to success. But if you buy that book because of that cover statement that says, you know, the 10 steps to success and you're thinking, oh, shit, this book has them and now I will have them and that is guaranteed, then you're a schmuck. And most people are not. They don't buy those books thinking that way. They maybe need a little bit of motivation or they maybe they need a little bit of insight into what that people are saying. But I can't tell you how many people actually buy those books and truly believe that somebody's gonna is guaranteeing them success based on that. No one can. The reason those people are successful is because they're at the right place at the right time with the right people and they have the right cologne on and that's it. Or perfume. You know? Guys, when it comes to money, I can't say anything that I, you know that, that will help you with it because I'm horrible at it. But the one thing I do know is investing at the right time. I put my money into the things that need to get me going. When I have enough, then I go a little crazy and maybe I buy things I shouldn't. But only until then. Because the first thing needs to be met is the essentials. And you start from the ground up. You start with the, with the, with the minimum things. All right? If you're buying yourself $200 jeans, if you've got yourself a nice Mercedes or a nice BMW 7 Series, what have you. And just because you think you're a business owner and you kind of have to look the part, that's really fucking sad. I'm sorry to tell you. All right? You're going to be paying that car note. And that car note just decreases your chances of success by at least 50%. At least 50%. All right? The nice suit that you can't really afford, but you buy one or two or three of them because you have to have them. Guess what? That also lowered your chances of that. All right? Because you're playing a fucking game that you're not going to win. Invest in your essentials. You will look great when you succeed. As a matter of fact, if you succeed, you can be dressed the same as a schmuck and people will immediately know you're successful because of the way you carry yourself. All right? Because you're not flaunting shit you don't have around. Because you're not playing this game of, oh, let me show you what I got. Let me show you who I am. Um, and I've got this and I've got that and I'm successful and I'm all this and I'm all that. The worst thing anybody can tell you is that, you know, they're you know, they're extremely successful because the moment that they've said that, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. There's no such a thing as extreme success. Elon Musk is not extremely successful. He's just not. If he was extremely successful, everybody would have a fucking Tesla in front of their homes. Everybody would have solar panels on top of their houses. We would already have the tunnel where we can transport ourselves extremely fast. And he would be in Mars. That's extremely successful. And I'm sure he would tell you that too. Anybody that tells you they're extremely successful is full of shit and they don't know what success is. No one achieves extremely successful. No one. Warren Buffett is the closest thing that you'll ever get to being extremely successful. And he still won't tell you he is. He'll just tell you he's fortunate. So... When it comes to money, when it comes to investments, the only thing I want you to take from this uh, audio here is that you start like a snail and you'll get very far. 
But believe me, if you go into this bullshit mentality of, all right, let's get a loan. Let's get a business model going. Let me ask my family for money. And then let's get, I mean, that honestly, I would never ask my family for money unless I absolutely fucking need to. Because there is a risk in you not paying them back. And unless every single one of those per- people that you borrowed money for is okay, you not paying them back, there is going to be problems that you will not want to deal with in the future there. You much, uh, in my opinion, you're much better off asking a fucking bank for a loan because at least the bank is not going to bath mouth with you, you know, when the time comes to that. That has never happened in my family. I'm not telling you that from experience, but I know that that's, the, that's what most people will actually tell you about, you know, starting off a business and then asking your family for money. Unless you have a perfect family. I don't know. That's never happened to me because I have I've actually never needed to ask anybody for, for money to start any of my businesses. So I really don't know what that what that will do. But I do know that, you know, when it comes to family, things can get quite tough. Guys, be smart about the way you invest your money. Don't be buying your fucking expensive shoes or pants. All right. And don't be going buying cars that you don't fucking need to buy. Just buy yourself a decent car that makes you look like like a normal, decent human being. All right. You don't have to fucking look like you've made it because you obviously haven't if you made it you would buy a cheap car that's cheap to you and it's still a maserati all right that's when you know you've made it be smart about the way you do things let me know if you have any questions um this was just a little cool rant that i wanted to get into why i don't know but if you liked it let me know if you didn't like it hey let me know i probably won't care but still it's a freedom of speech so go ahead and tell me what you thought